Did you ever take a look, a close look, at those high-speed, climb-the-mountains, cross-the-rivers car commercials? You know, they're designed to impress you with the new car's performance. They are not designed to make you want to drive that way. At least the fine print at the bottom of the screen might lead you to believe that you shouldn't try this at home, where it says, professional driver on closed road, do not attempt. That's good advice. That's what the fine print says. Leave this to the professionals. That's the message. That is also the message that the prophet Amos got in Bethel. If you read the book of Amos, and obviously I recommend that you do, it's pretty clear that Amos had some very challenging things to say to the court of the king. He was charged by God to deliver a message about justice, economic justice. And this was not a message that the king and his professional prophets wanted to hear. They were more accustomed to a conventional, comfortable sort of prophecy. So Amaziah, representing the king, says to Amos, go home, leave this to the professionals. And Amos responds by saying, he's not a professional, he's just doing what God has asked him to do. So why do you suppose that the church chose this Old Testament reading to go with this gospel? I think it's a reminder that Jesus sent all of his disciples out to teach and to preach and to heal and to cast out evil. He didn't send just two or three professionals who had graduate degrees and certifications. Not that there's anything wrong with graduate degrees, God knows. But he sent them all. That was the great commission that he gave them and that he gave to you too at your baptism. The church's documents, especially those from the Second Vatican Council, make it very clear that the entire church is given the mission of evangelization. It is the mission of all of us to spread the gospel and not just the professionals. For too long, it has been too easy to let the priests and the deacons and the sisters and brothers and the missionaries do it. But you know what? We can't do it. Not alone and not anymore. There are simply not enough clergy and professional religious people to go around. If you've been paying attention lately, you may have noticed that right here in the Diocese of Albany, there is an ongoing crisis because there are not enough religious professionals to go around. You know, the guy who is the pastor up at Sacred Heart in Lake George is the pastor of 10 parishes. I don't know how that works. You know, I have trouble with one, honestly. And you'll find out about that later on, I'm sure. Yeah, give me time. Um, but 10 parishes. There are simply not enough professionals to go around. 
So it's up to the whole church to care for the church, just as it's the responsibility of everyone in the church to bring the good news to the world. So how's that for a prophetic challenge? I think when people start to think about themselves as agents of the gospel, as evangelizers, there are usually three fears that they have and fortunately, today's gospel addresses all three of those. The first fear is that you don't have what you need. I don't know enough about what we believe. I haven't read the catechism. I don't have any training. I feel so dumb. I don't know anything. I don't have a booklet I can hand people. I don't have the resources to spare. And how does Jesus address this fear? He says, take nothing. Take nothing. Okay, take a walking stick so you can defend yourself. You know, there are snakes and stuff out there. But don't worry about all that other stuff that you think you need. To share the gospel, bring what you have inside, whatever faith you have, whatever relationship with Christ you have, take that, and the rest will take care of itself. Take nothing. Now, the second fear is the fear that you might be rejected. People not, might not like to hear what we have to say, particularly if what we have to say has a bit of a prophetic edge to it. There is a danger that people will reject us if they reject our message. So how does Jesus address this fear? He says, if they reject you because you are sharing your faith, shake some dust from your feet and move on. It's painful. Sometimes it's necessary. If people reject the messenger along with the message, that doesn't mean that you failed. It just means it's time to move on. And that's okay. And that brings us to the third fear that people have about sharing their faith. And that is the fear of failure. The prophet Amos failed spectacularly. The people of Bethel laughed him out of town. But that's not the point, because success or failure is not ours to judge. Jesus does not call us to a careful cost-benefit analysis. He calls us to be faithful, to do the right thing, and to spread the word. And so our success is remaining faithful, and our only failure is our failure to try. So the mission to go out into the world with your faith isn't something that we can leave to the professionals. Every one of us, by our baptism, is called to preach the need of repentance, to cast out evil wherever we find it, to bring compassion and healing to the sick and to the broken. And it's a difficult mission, but it's who we are. It's what our faith is all about. And God will use us to change the world if we will just get out there and try.